0: Hey, everyone. What is up? Good morning. How are you? It's Wednesday. How the hell are you doing? This is We're All Psychos, man. That's right. This is the podcast that you're listening to right now. And this is the host, Dylan Palladino. All right. You are you're in this empire now if you're a newcomer. All right. Maybe you're a newcomer because of our guest today, Francis Ellis. Well, guess what? Welcome, man. Good to... Good to see you here, all right? Good to feel you in the presence of this new empire that's taking over. And if you're questioning and saying, what do you mean this empire, this is a podcast that is going, that is in the process of taking over in a good way, not in a scary way, you know, not in a like killing everyone way. We welcome everyone and it's going to be a peaceful takeover, you know, a, a nice, easy transition like we have had in this great country of ours. We transfer the, I don't know what, okay, I don't want to do that bit. Uh, doing a quick little intro today for a quick little episode. The episode's only an hour and ten. It's a nice quick one. Francis had to end up going um, to a prior engagement. But we're definitely going to have him back because he was a lot of fun to talk to, man. We got into some history. We got into uh, my brothers and what's going on with them in ranger school. Because one of them just, uh, not ranger school, ranger assessment. One of them just, you know, he just got into the 375th ranger battalion, which is pretty fucking badass. And the other one is right now trying to get in, which means he's, um, he's like in the testing phase. And I can't say anymore because it's classified information. All right? No Lily today, Uh, my producer and sometimes co-host. The Jamie to my Rogan, if you will. She is at work. It's okay. Which brings up a point, guys. You all like this show. I know you do. You reach out. You tell me. Number one, keep doing that. Keep telling me that you like it. Okay? It makes me feel good. Some of you guys, I talk to almost every week. Okay? And that feels good. And you know who you are. And you guys should feel special right now. You should feel a little bit of warmth in your heart. Because you're like, hey, that's someone I'm connecting to. Alright? More you guys can reach out. Say what's up. I like the show. Let me know. If you want a new um, guest, I'll try and get him on. There's this girl who is on Boardwalk Empire. Joe. What's her name? Joe Armin. I don't know. Armin Watt or some shit. This is going to sound back. She's going to be on the show. Yeah, um, Joe Arminois. I think that's how you say it because her last name is one of those French names that has an X in it. And those names can go fuck themselves because how am I supposed to know how to say that, you know? Come on. Her name's Joe. A-R-M-E-N-I-O-X. I I think it's Arminois. That's what I think. All right? Can't be sure, but I believe it's Arminois. So, um, she's Karen Jones in... Red Dead Redemption, and is also Bulwark Empire, and also in Pokemon, if any of you guys play that. Uh, Someone told me to have her on, I reached out. Gonna have her on, baby. Alright? That's how this shit works. Now, am I going to ask her about her name in the X at the end, and if she hates that X, or if she loves that X? I mean, because it looks cool, but it also is a nightmare for anyone who sees it who's never pronounced anything like that before. It's like, um, not Quetzalcoatl, but what's that, that, uh, Oaxaca or something, right? Oaxaca. Well, oh, yeah. And then, then Oaxaca. Oh, this, dude, this fucking word. O-A-X-A-C-A. Oaxaca. All right. Oaxaca de Juarez. You guys like that accent? Oaxaca de Juarez is, um, the capital and largest city of the Mexican state. Of the same name, which is Oaxaca. But, you know. Be easier to say. I even think for most people that are native Spanish speakers, they're like, that's not... They're like, it could be easier. You know? It could be easier to say that. Pronounced Wa, and the first letter is an O. And then there's an H in it, and that's pronounced... And then there's an X in it, and that's pronounced as an H. So... Some words just don't like you, you know, and they're like "fuck off." Um, I'm, ch- you know, some word. That's what it is. Some of these words, they're like, they're obstinate. They're like teenagers, and they're like, "This is who, you know, I'm deciding who I am now. You, you can't call me Kevin anymore. My name's uh, Lazarus." And then, the, then the, your dad, you know, like you know, you guys know those teen- teenagers that like changed their name when they were fourteen. I had this one girl. Her name was um, Gabby. We all, we, everyone knew her as, I think it was Gabby. Everyone knew her as Gabby. And then all of a sudden she was like, my name's Beatrice, you know? And she's like, J- you got to call me Beatrice now. And everyone was like, I mean, okay. But also no, like shut the fuck up. We're You're, you're, I've known you since I was nine, eight years old. I'm not, it's too late, man. It's it's cemented in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you Gabby so so many more times that I call you Beatrice. And even when I call you Beatrice in in my brain, I'm gonna be like, but it's really Gabby. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to I'm gonna still be thinking that even when I call you Beatrice. And I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna hate it a little bit. And honestly, I'm gonna hate you a little bit. Now there is redemption if you have a good if you have a good reason why or a story or some shit. I don't know. Maybe like a Gabi ro- robbed you or Gabi was the name of some in- imperialist guy and, and then you learned about it and you're like, I don't want to be named the other guy. I don't know. See, these are all reasons that, not very likely, but could happen. Um, then, then that'd be okay. But still, I just, don't change your name, you know. You can change your name once. But you gotta have a real good reason. And also it needs to be a sick ass name. Like if you like if your name's Dorothy, I know a Dorothy. Dorothy actually fits her, but like if your name's Dorothy or um what's like an older woman name? Um that like no one uses when they're younger. Oh, fuck. Gertrude. Alright, yeah. So if your name's Gertrude and you're eleven. You can change your name to something else. Even if you're 21 and you're like, I don't want to feel like I have arthritis in all of my toes already. You know, I want to wait a little bit before I get arthritis toes. Then you're allowed to change your name. Okay. But make sure it's fucking tight. And also make sure it fits you. Cause A girl named Gertrude probably isn't a Juliet, okay? Even though she could change it, probably not a Juliet. And some people don't. Some people really fit their name. Some people don't fit their name. But if you're going to change your name, make sure you fit it, okay? And be honest with yourself. And what a crazy place that that just went. You know? See, okay guys, now that's that's what some of these intros have missed that. We haven't had that in a little bit, all right? And that's good. Those is those are those are some good intros. I'm thinking about in the future, okay? Get a Patreon or, or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe I'll just do it. Who knows if you guys really want me to. I want to do it. A, a single segment where it's just me talking. Uh maybe we answer some Listener emails, some questions, you guys sending a crazy thought you had, a crazy instance you had, something you're feeling weird about, any of that, man. When we talk it out, I give my take on it. It's fun. I talk bullshit like this for like 40 minutes, and then that's it. I think it could be fun. I already had one person tell me that he would like that, um, but I need to hear from more of you guys, you know, because, I mean, it'd be fine to do it to five people, but... I want to do it to more, okay? Which is bringing it back to rate and review. Share this. You guys, are, you guys are, some of you guys are telling me you're sharing it, okay? And I appreciate that. I hear you. I know who you guys are. So when I'm saying this, you can just be like, okay, I don't, I don't need to hear this one part, all right? I'm not going to rate. I've already rated and reviewed. I've already reached out to friends. You could still try more, but it's not a big deal. Some of you guys are listening and you haven't rated and reviewed, okay? We're only at, like, 120 reviews. And here's something fucking crazy. That new Office podcast, which is... Oh, it's fine, you know? It's basically fun because you get to feel like you're watching The Office again. Whatever, all right? It has one episode, and it has 18,000 reviews. Now, am I jealous? Yes. Am I like, how can you give a show review after one episode? Yes. Am I like, how... Th- how many people are actually listening that they got 18,000? Yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm like, okay, that's insane. I mean, it is The Office, so that makes sense. But then I go, all right, the people listening to this, you guys can leave a review if 18,000 fucking idiots, some of which didn't even listen and just were like, oh, my God. The, literally, some of them were like, oh, my God, The Office. I can't wait. They had not even listened to it yet. Hey Amen. it's all good, all right? I'm just saying, I'm, we're trying to grow. We're trying to get this bitch heard. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to eventually make some money with it so I can pay Lily to be a full-time producer, maybe spruce the studio up a little bit. A lot of different things are going to happen with it. Money's not money's not going to me, I'm telling you that right now. It's going back into this beautiful show, all right? that's enough you guys have heard from me enough you're excited about this episode if you're a newcomer you know and you're listening just for francis welcome i hope you stay subscribe do the review do all that good stuff the youtube comes out on fridays all right watch the youtube they're always good they're always fun great reactions i enjoy watching the youtubes uh the, the YouTubes, Jesus. I, so I sound like I'm 90 years old. The YouTubes, uh, I enjoy watching videos of most podcasts actually more than listening to them most of the time, if there's any kind of movement in it. Oh, man, that's enough. I keep saying that, but it is. I'm feeling good. I hope you guys are feeling good. Thank you for listening. Seriously, I sincerely appreciate it. You guys are the best. Keep listening. Let's grow this goddamn empire. And now, without further ado, hear those words you love to hear. Please welcome Francis Ellis.
1: Are you crazy? Are
0: you crazy? Are you We are all psychos. With
1: villain Paladino.
0: Doing it, it's uh, Francis Ellis, dude.
1: Thanks for being here, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for doing it. Happy to happy to meet you, man. Yeah, I've, you too. I've uh, I've been heard about you from different comedians, and um, always been impressed by your stuff. So I was like, want to finally get you on. Thanks, thanks, Dylan. This yeah. is cool, man. Yeah, nice thank to you, be man. in your
1: your house. In my here. apartment. Yeah.
0: How you doing now? Huh? How's the day going?
1: It's good. It's good. It's just another classic uh, New York day. Yeah, bouncing around. I got some ski boots mm. f- fitted. Are you a skier? I'm a I'm a boarder. Okay.
0: So are you one of those skiers that looks down on snowboarders? No,
1: not really. Yeah, give me on. Okay. It's I don't look down on snowboarders. Um, I do think that uh, they affect the mountain in a way.
0: Uh, okay. Meaning,
1: uh, no, no, you're right. Mountains that are snowboarder heavy, yes, are the snow's not as good. Just objectively, the conditions aren't as good. Yeah, they're carving
0: more. Yeah, well, we they scra-
1: scrape shit off the mountain. Yeah, and um, bad snowboarders to me are annoying as hell.
0: Yeah, I but can bad get that. skiers are annoying too. No, but I I, I get what you're saying. But what you but you guys as skiers, you can hit moguls and like it be okay. Yeah. Whereas for I hate I fucking hate it when someone decides to make a black diamond a bunch of moguls because I know skiers will use it. Right. Because as a snowboarder, it's fucking hard to sure. You have to be really good. Yeah. And yeah. just basically carve your way down, <laughs> or else you're just gonna start eating shit. <laughs> just get like yeah. I hear you. It's but okay. So you got the boots.
1: I got the boots. I got them from this. Company called Sure Fit, Sure Fit, and they they're they're sort of the most customizable ski boot. And I'm not trying to plug them because they're so expensive. Yeah, I just spent so much fucking money. Can we swear though? on
0: this podcast? Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, sorry.
1: I should ask <laughs> that's,
0: that. That's such a great way yeah. to say. It. Can we swear? Fuck yeah, we can, dude. <laughs> yeah, I
1: find myself swearing sometimes, and I don't know if it's okay. Um, I feel like it's the job of a host to tell someone if you can't swear,
0: Sure, especially if you're a comedian, like you're gonna swear yeah, unless swear. you're like Brian <laughs> Regan, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. like you're gonna swear. yeah, so, um, you swear. so you spent a shit ton of money.
1: I spent so much money on yeah. these boots because I've had such a nightmare time with boots in my life of skiing. really. I have a very wide foot in the front, got it from you know just oh. from from like uh I'll show you. Okay. Where this part, right, from here to here, that's super wide. Wider than
0: it should be for your feet. I
1: I think, yeah, wider than, and if I get, I'm still narrow in Uh the heel, and uh, so I don't want a super wide boot that's going to just put way too much room in the heel because that's where you need the most control You'd be support. like having
0: a like if you've got like a really thick front of your dick, and then the back is like very thin. Yeah, you don't want a f- really thick condom because it's going to come off, right? Or it's flapping at the bottom, right? Yeah, I was
1: tra- I was <laughs> thinking of bras. I was thinking like <laughs> what if you had really like wide breasts, what? but they weren't big, you know? And then therefore, oh yeah, like, we
0: dealt with those. I dealt with those before. Your traditional.
1: Yeah. Sizing of bras would you'd have to find a, a loop a way around it.
0: Yeah, because like an A cup is not gonna fit. You could like fit a C, but then if you like mushed and made it bra, yeah, yeah. they're gonna be
1: spilling out. Got it. Mm. So what happened with me was like my toes would go numb. I'd lose all feeling in my toes because the boots would pinch in the yeah. front there, and that's scary. It sucks. When that happens, you're like. Is, uh, is my foot, am
0: I going to open, take my boots off and my foot's going to be black? Am just going to be dead skin?
1: And it just felt, it felt miserable and my mm. boots were pro- prohibitively painful to, to the extent that I was wanting to ski less due to my boots. Can't do that. So finally I went with the whole kind of custom tailored boot, sure. top to bottom. They do a 3D printing scan of your foot and Damn. all the shit. And you were so, like, this
0: is the future.
1: Well, it had better be <laughs> based on how much I spent. And the, but the the big thing is they do a guarantee. So if your boots aren't perfect and don't fit, they'll come back. You can come in and and they'll try again.
0: You're going to be putting these boots on, and it's going to be like you're going to feel. Hopefully, these were made for me. Yeah, like slippers. Yeah, these I are need slippers. Them to be slippers. These are Cinderella slippers of the boots. That's exactly right. Yeah, and so if they go if they do it well enough, then you will outwardly speak about how great they are.
1: I will. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. For the short. All right. Yeah, I will. Okay. I will sell them well if they uh, if they if they end up being good. Do you snowboard or do you ski a lot? Yes, I do. Yeah, I love to ski. Okay. Um, I I try to get twenty days a winter. Fuck. Which right. is a lot.
0: That's like f- six weekends. Yeah, it's oh, actually more.
1: Yeah. Seven weekends. Or like or I'll do. I'll typically do one long trip. Okay. So a like six a or seven, seven day, day ski trip, trip and then uh, a few weekends in addition to that. So is it like a chills you out kind of thing? It's just for me. I love being outside, yeah. and in, when you live in New York, it, it's hard. Outside so, doesn't really exist. Yeah, yeah, my I grew up in Maine in the woods, and so I miss that aspect what of my life. Part of Maine, Freeport, Maine. Okay, never been, but yeah. it's nice. It's near Portland, so it's very suburby? I don't know. More 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 rural. More more farmland and country. Did you did you have like a big backyard and we had yeah, we had fourteen acres, but it was mostly woods. Oh shit. So it's not like it was some sprawling estate. Yes. It was just land because land is cheap up there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of area that's nobody a lot of lives land in. Yeah. No one's living in. And uh so my my warm diet time sport is I, I play a lot of golf. Okay, and then for the warm months, and then for you look the, like
0: a guy that plays a lot. Of, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: skiing and golf go hand in they hand. They do go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So drop that yeah. nine iron, pick up some poles. <laughs> so once the, once use the a
0: nine iron as poles if you don't have it. starts any. to fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about you? Do you you play golf? I I never really got into it. I grew up in L.A. and so oh. people people do golf out there, but I don't feel like the the golf culture out there is is like it is on the East Coast at all. Got it. You know what I mean? At least for me. No one really talked about golfing I, the entire time I grew up. I grew huh. up close to Santa Monica and the Palisades. Like, went to Pali High, went to all that shit. No one really talked about golfing. It was almost thought of as like an old dude sport. Oh, interesting. Like, you know, that's what my grandpa did. Yeah, he'd go to the VA and golf. And I was like, that's boring as fuck. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, like golfing's what you do when you start to die. Is that how I look sure. at it? Sure. And then you come over here, or you just. Get You get older and you realize, like, a lot of people do that to make business deals sometimes. Yeah,
1: just, it's... Yeah. I just love it. I mean, I like being out and walking around. and It is nice, yeah. I don't really take carts. I, I always walk.
0: Yeah, see, that was the the most attractive thing about it, was that I would just see all the videos of people fucking around in golf carts.
1: Yeah. And they'd be like, that's great. That's a different uh, <laughs> type of golf. That's yeah, where yeah, you're that's going not, out and you want to drink. And exactly,
0: you want to get fucked up.
1: Just be an idiot with your yeah. friends, but... But I like to actually play and, and walk around.
0: Yeah? Yeah. You find it soothes you? I do. Yeah, yeah it's
1: relaxing. Okay,
0: yeah. It gets you, gets you <laughs> out of your head. No, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I uh, I never really got tennis, and then one of my friends, a comedian, he took me to the U.S. Open, mm. and after an hour, I was like, tennis is fucking great. Yeah. And, and it made me realize I'd probably have the same feeling if I went to go watch golf, there's some things that you watch them on TV, and if you don't know about them, mm-hmm. then it just looks boring. You right, know what I mean? Right, like if you right. don't know about golf, watching them put it in, you're like, I don't really care about this. Yeah, you know? I agree. Same with tennis. Mm-hmm. Whereas other sports are easier to watch. Football is easier to watch. You know, Basketball right. can be easier to watch. I don't find it that entertaining, but it's easier to watch. Hockey. You're a tall guy, yeah. though.
1: What sports did you play?
0: So I played basketball one year, and then I swam. Oh, God. I hated it.
1: both of them. Really?
0: I wasn't a sports guy, man.
1: Swimming is so good for your body. Very though. good. It's Except just low impact.
0: Apparently, uh, I've had like a injury on the right side of my back for like my shoulder blade for probably five yeah, years I, now. Maybe it can yeah. tear your shoulders. So up. it just, I, I think what it is is that if you don't do it correctly, you can overextend right, your right. shoulder blade. And then that's what's, I've been now having to train my serratus interior to like re, um, recontract because you have to i have to be like conscious about it if oh, well. that means anything to you I, yeah.
1: i'm an avid orthopedic surgery magazine reader are you no, no i was, I was <laughs> like, dude i
0: wouldn't know with you man you <laughs> you're a smart dude bro
1: i have had a lot of surgeries but i know what uh just oh man everything So many things. Uh, Like
0: uh, internal medicine stuff or like mostly No,
1: mostly orthopedic sports injuries. I had my elbow reconstructed, my right elbow. What happened? Uh, I had destroyed all the cartilage in it because of weightlifting the wrong way in college for lacrosse i was just always you know hang cleans and stuff like that okay especially catching barbells and loading weight yeah but not having the flexibility to get it to your shoulder so just tons yeah, this of weight it's
0: always hard when i'm doing it yeah it, it will hurt my wrist more than my um
1: yeah so i would destroy my elbow and then they had to go in and just scrape out all the cartilage and then do Fuck. M- like a micro fracture and Jesus it's kind of it's kind of cool. They drill all these tiny little holes into the elbow. What's it called? Microfracture. Okay. Debridement as well. Um, and they and it, and then out of those little holes in your bones, scar tissue grows, and scar tissue is actually a pretty viable substitute for cartilage. Interesting. And so it grows and then acts as the kind of uh, barrier between the joints. Wow.
0: That's fucking crazy. Okay.
1: So I had... Yeah, I had... Uh, that was at the hospital of special surgery. Shout out Dr. Alchek. Al- <laughs> is His name's Alchek? Alchek, who is the, the doctor for the Mets. Wow. He's considered the foremost authority on elbows. Oh, fuck. He's really good.
0: Okay, so they drill all these holes. Yep.
1: Little holes, and then the... Oh, wow. This is it. It like, grows in. Wow. Holy As shit. Like, uh, That's fucking scary. Yes, I had my elbow done... Oh, I had a whole uh, ankle thing.
0: Was this also from lifting?
1: No, that was from when I was younger. I had a bad staph infection in the ankle joint.
0: Oh, shit.
1: That was really bad. How'd you get that? We don't know. Yeah? It was when I was in seventh grade. I started cu- spreading up my leg. That's what's scary about it was really scary. Staff and all that shit. It's yeah. just everywhere. Yeah.
0: Like, there's probably staph right here hanging out with us. You have it in your nose. Just, yeah. Wait, what?
1: Apparently... Really, Apparently you have it in your nose. It's a just lot. hanging out. Yeah, I don't really get it. I it's don't just understand. Staffelakowski, all the Yeah, Staffelakowski, he's just chilling and he's trying to get in, dude. That and was kill us. That was one of the, we. I was in the spelling bee at Barstool, uh-huh. and it was all the employees. Okay, and it came down to me and Kevin Clancy, KFC, yeah. and uh, they were doing the challenge words for us to try to stump Shit. us, and it yeah. was just words we'd never even heard of. Uh huh. And so we were kind of just, both of us were failing. I mean, German words. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got staphylococci. Uh-huh. And I was like, I've had a staph infection. Ooh. And I spelled it S-T-A-P-H-Y-L-O-C-O-C-C-I. Isn't it two Cs? It's one C. Either either I did one C at the end or two Cs, and I missed it by one letter. But I still won. Fuck. Because he missed his next word, and then I got denouement.
0: Oh, de, D-E-N-O-U-E-M-E-N-T? Denou, That's impressive. Wow. Most okay. people
1: don't put the E after the U. Yeah,
0: because it's French, right? It's French. That's fucking... So yeah. it's a
1: lot of vowels in a row. O-U-E.
0: What's, what's up with... The French language and a lot of it. Not I'm doing being... a lot of
1: stand-up bits about the French language now.
0: It makes sense. I've got I'm all sure this bit. Of, to... This
1: bit about hors d'oeuvres. It's okay. like, Why did we? Why did we didn't need that word? We had appetizer. Yeah, you're right. Why did we bring over hors d'oeuvres? I
0: think Americans like taking certain words from other languages to make it seem fancier. That's you know? very true. Yeah, hors I think d'oeuvres. that's
1: very true. We've imported for the sake of uh, of making pe- people feel lesser.
0: Yes. Right. Exactly. And making you because I'm gonna, you know, you're getting all day apps, right? You're not getting all day whores, you know. You're <laughs> you're paying, <laughs> you're paying more for the order. That's not a bad yeah. little bit. I might yeah. even
1: write that. You down. better. Do you use, mind if I oh, use of that? Of course not, So Play with that half half off apps, half off yeah. whores.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, please use that, dude. Yeah, that's funny. I, um, you know, that's what I love about stand up is. When you are cool with another comedian, your friend, you talk about something that you. When people are cool enough and like they don't let their ego into it too much, you can riff on something and the person goes like, "Oh, okay." Can I? And the other per- other person's like, "Yeah, for sure." Right. And the person that got it doesn't because we've. I don't know if you've had this. I have where like someone. Offer something and then you go well now I can't use it because you came up with it
1: Yeah, but it's like if you're but I also think I don't think like you gave me a tag for a joke that I've already written No, no, for sure. Whereas if you'd given me the joke the premise. No, 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 no that's different Then I would be like uh, that's yours. I can, yeah, I can't yeah, you take can't that. take the joke But yeah. if
0: some people even with tags I remember some guy gave me a tag for a joke at the store and I like had never met him before. Yeah, and I he gave it to me and I was like, Yeah, thanks, man. Like, you know, and then an hour later I was like, That's actually kind of a fucking good idea. Yeah, and then I tough. used it and it killed and yeah. I was like,
1: Fuck Dude, Matthew Bressard, I can't even I can't even perform in front of him. Because he'll just he'll just tell me things that just would make it so much better.
0: Oh yeah, he's a like tag
1: and joke. And he makes machine. me realize how, how bad the joke is in its current form. <laughs> <laughs> how lacking my ability is.
0: Yeah, he's um He's always thinking about it too. Whenever yeah. I've been at shows with him, we'll be watching a set, and then as the set's going on, he'll lean over to me, and then we'll start riffing about different ways it could go oh, or different tags for yeah, it. He right. like he can't turn it off, right? In a good right. way, it's awesome. Yeah. Right. It's awesome because I'm not really, I'm not really like that with my own material. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of because I I found the more that I think about it, the f- less funny it becomes. Yeah. I like uh, I am I'm not a huge like let me get the exact perfect all that stuff. I kind of just try to feel it out. Right. Um but some people, you know, Roussard, Michelle Wolf and stuff, they'll just hit 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 and right. then get the best tag for it. Yeah, ever. every word matters. Yeah. Yeah. Are you one sign. of those
1: guys or Not really. No? no. No, I I think I'm somewhere in between.
0: Do you like um going up on stage and just being like can i figure this out or do you
1: i i do keep a pretty open mind and i write a lot on stage but Mm -hmm. i uh i also write the jokes in 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 my notes you write them out not not every word but uh, shorthanded yeah or just just sort of the premise of the thought and then i'll Uh i'll play with that on stage a little bit but I don't know. I don't really know what my process is. Everyone asks Dude, me I that. I feel the same way. And I don't really know how some jokes have come to me, and some sometimes I try different things. I'll handwrite it, or I'll type it, or I'll put it in my phone, or write it on stage. And-
0: I think sometimes, I haven't done this, but, or I think I've done it, like, if you type out, like because it's really hard to do stream of consciousness writing it, because now no one writes anymore, your hand gets cramped after like two paragraphs yeah but if you type it all out then you get to see all your thoughts about it and then you go okay what of that do i want to write out and then look at it because sometimes if you like if i look at it on the page then i'll get to feel like oh it could go here it could go there but whenever i've had a good joke it's always come when i wasn't thinking about right what like let me write something it's always come like i'm I just notice something and I go, oh man, I wish. And then I go, oh, let me try that. And then it does really well. And you go, I didn't even think that was going to be good. Right. It's the, it's the conundrum of it, you know, where you're like, if you try. It sucks.
1: I totally agree. But <laughs> it's a frustrating, inexact science where you just wait around. Waiting for jokes is like waiting for a seamless guy. Yeah. That you're just not sure where he is. But you have to wait for him. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. bail. So tell me, you, when did you move from L.A. To here?
0: I moved here 2010. Okay. So I was born here, and then I moved to L.A. when I was five um, with my parents because my, my parents had my younger brothers who are identical twins. Oh, wow. Shout out to Jack. He just got into the 375 Ranger Regiment today. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Man. Yeah. They're, um, That's fantastic. This will come out in a couple weeks, so it te- technically I won't have like said anything that shouldn't have been Got it, got it, got it Said yet But, yeah, he, um, they both are They went to West Uh And they're both in the Army And he just got in the Rangers And then Liam is going to go down
1: there in two weeks When did they graduate from West Point? 2017 Oh, they're much younger than you Yes Yeah Interesting Wow That's crazy I I, I have a lot of uh, kids I know that went to to Annapolis Yeah, okay Naval Academy Naval One um and it's a fascinatingly different life, college experience it that is, they man. have. I kind of... I, I don't think it would have been for me. It, no, it <laughs> definitely would
0: have been... I think if you're a comic, it's like you're, you want to be a comedian at all, it's almost impossible to do that. Yeah. Because I remember when they told me some shit the first day, like, they, got, they So they went to... So there's something called... um I think it's Our Day. Our Day is when you uh You go to West Point and it's in June, and uh it's the last time that you see your parents for the, and, and or can talk to them for like the next month and a half. It's like the first basic training of yeah. West Point, and so they go everyone calls your name and you just say goodbye and it's a it's a big thing because it's your parents saying goodbye, and it's right. the first time you're not going to talk to them. and so when they're doing that they're allowed to, they're allowed to write letters, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to write yeah, letters this, yeah. back and forth. It was nice. Yeah, like, meant more to you. It wasn't like a... That's my problem with texting now, is, like, you know, you talk to your friends every day, so when you see them, you're like, I don't even fucking miss you, dude. I just talked to you the I entire I don't want to hear day. about your life. I
1: know everything. Yeah, I know yeah. everything,
0: bro. I've, I sometimes am hanging out with my friends, and I'm like, we have nothing to talk about? Yeah. Because we've been talking every day. Right. Like, but... For them it was great. You know, we were sending messages all that stuff and I'm sorry I keep yawning. I don't know why. It's a breathing worry. problem. Keep, I do I do I'm not I, even
1: tired. I'm just I do like the same thing. I'm having a hard time breathing.
0: Sometimes I do that. <laughs> no, I'm weird. Dude, some, so I didn't know this is a weird uh, sidebar. Sometimes your body to get rid of I don't think you have any excess emotion or energy, but sometimes if you're I was in therapy a long time ago and I I remember we were talking about something that was like Kinda, I don't like using the word dramatic because my life's been pretty okay. Yeah. Um, but she was saying sometimes if the body doesn't know how to get rid of certain like this excess emotion, mm-hmm. it will yawn, and people think it's your that you're tired, but no. Sometimes that there's just different emotions. Your body just does something to get it
1: out, right? And
0: instead of you know crying or whatever, it shows the yawn.
1: Dude, it, for me, I I've always had a hard time. I'm, I find myself short of breath a lot. I had asthma as a kid okay. really, really bad. Uh, like, like I would be hooked up to a breathing machine every night. Fuck, really? Not, not like, like it was a... It's like a it CPAP a, or something? It was a... It, it pumped steroids into me, into my lungs. That's for, still... For, for, for like wild. years. And... Uh, Probably helped
0: with your jawline. <laughs> I, don't,
1: <laughs> I don't know. But I do know that, you know, my whole life... I was I was never very good at metabolizing oxygen, and I would have a, lo- a lot of hard, I'd have a very hard time running distances, uh-huh. even though I could sprint and recover very quickly. So I was good at like wind sprints. Interesting. But I was terrible at a two mile run. So your body, do you think you could process oxygen better for wind
0: sprints, or just you were just normal like everyone else for those short bursts
1: uh-huh. and uh, recovery of the, of short hard. Yeah things, it was i was very good at that i could do okay. suicides really well i would often win those but i would then come dead last if there was like a 2 mile or a 3 mile run which is not really that hard if
0: you're going at like for most people at like a 9 minute pace you know
1: yeah but i I'm mean saying i, for I you, can do that i can't i cannot run uh 2 miles under 14 minutes and no matter how much i train for it. even now yeah interesting okay so that's and it's just flying to me like i can't it's so fast. I don't get it because there were overweight kids on our teams in high school. It. You're that like, You're would fucking beat me. fat,
0: dude. You're not supposed to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then everyone would think I was not trying hard enough. Oh. But then we would do the suicides. And you would murder where people would throw up, and I would win it. Fact, yeah. And I and it's just like, well, I'm I'm trying. It's just there's something wrong with me. It's, yeah,
0: it's a structural thing. I can't help it. When so, you
1: get close to that seven minute mark,
0: do you just feel yourself start to? Get shaky on it, like what does it feel like?
1: I I I can't get my breath when I'm running like that, and it's uh it's it feels like I'm having a an asthma attack or something. Oh, and you said
0: I'm guessing having an asthma attack, yeah.
1: So I'd have to sort of stop or something and put right my hands there. over my head. And now I've always had this thing where I would yawn when I was having a hard time breathing because it helps me take. I don't know why. Take it in, yeah. It Just gets my it lungs opens more it up, full. Yeah. Might so, but I'm not arm. bored and I'm not tired <laughs> I'm just and it sucks because everyone takes it that way yeah
0: well it is it is 5.30 or 5.15 I was like maybe he's had a long day but
1: I have not had a long day I got my <laughs> boots fitted <laughs> oh yeah you're that right. was the the high <laughs> intensity moment standing there yeah and watching this guy buckle my ski boots for me. And you're like, this,
0: this is an entire song.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of this, though. You were talking about uh, your your brothers and the writing the letters and West Point.
0: Yeah, so when they were there, I remember they wrote letters that was like, um, they were not having a good time, which yeah. is part of it, you know. And during it, Every time that you yawn, I'm going to take it as like, he fucking loves this. Uh, I know. You know? That's how I'm going to take it. I'm going to yeah, like, he's so excited. Fucking, just fucking get in like,
1: yeah. I'm going to yawn <laughs> a lot. I'm
0: killing with Francis right <laughs> now. I can already
1: tell he's going to be yawning a lot. <laughs> but keep going. Yeah, they yeah, hated so it.
0: They hated it. They're talking about all this. How much, and I remember I read one of the letters where it was like, uh, I don't want to stand up against the wall with my heels on the wall for an hour and a half waiting for the commander to tell me to step away. I don't want to do that and he was listing off all these things and I remember I read it and I went I would tell the commander to fuck off immediately and that's when I knew there's I could just just some people aren't made for like I couldn't do it right Someone would tell me something I didn't want to do and I would go No, dude, I don't give a fuck about you Fuck every day. I would do the you you quit. You know everyone's like, oh, this is how I would quit work. I would do that every day (laughs) I'm fucking out of here, dude. Fuck the
1: army. <laughs> I, I wonder how many kids do that any given year at at those military camps. I don't think
0: a lot, because I think once you get there, a lot of them I think are scared to do that. Yeah, because they're also around a lot of intimidating men, right. Who they know could actually kill them. Yeah, and they've probably it's kind of like inculcated them with the idea of like
1: you can't do that. Right. You're definitely some of them probably speak out it's it's a great word inculcated by the way was, I was looking for another one It's a nice word yeah um, but what's when
0: someone like um brainwashes you what's the yeah. word I feel like you have an amazing vocabulary oh thank you do you I, I do yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yes. uh, it, 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 so what was the word that you were trying to think like uh, they like they,
0: when someone brainwashes you they're they're like uh, imbuing you it's another when you're trying to to get something into someone's head, you know, mm. not inculcate, but I, I guess my if, friends started saying
1: "incepting." That's a good one, as in, in from Inception, because you are okay. planting thoughts in someone's head. But th- I think that's yeah. a modern twist based on a, definitely the movie,
0: because Inception is usually the beginning of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll think of it.
1: Um
0: but yeah, it is. You were saying it's interesting um, going to. When you're going there and having you, all of a sudden, you'd have
1: yeah. to think that so many of those people that go to those schools through the incredibly laborious uh, application. Sorry, that was the word nice. indoctrinating. indoctrinating. I'm sorry,
0: man. No, that's okay. that was my yawn.
1: I'm glad that you <laughs> found it because there's nothing more frustrating than not Isn't finding it the, the word.
0: the Best fucking feeling. Yeah, dude? it's almost on par with coming.
1: It's, it's almost. It's greater though when you get it while you want it. Yes. Because, you know, not having to come back and be like, what was the word? Oh, and then you find it. Because yes. if you say it while you want it, then the people think that you just have that at your fingertips like, all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Well yeah.
0: you've got the lightning coming off your hands like in Star Wars.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway,
0: so the guys there...
1: If you're going through that application process, which requires the endorsements from a, a head a of center, state or, something, yeah, or a representative, then you know what you're signing up for in terms of the structure and the obedience and the discipline aspect of it. Even so, coming from high school, and especially the summer after your senior year, it is quite a dive into the cold tub. For sure, uh, once you get that, no more cell phones, no oh yeah, thing. and also
0: realizing like you're eighteen years old, so you know when we were eighteen, we thought we knew even more than we oh, thought we knew now, that. yeah, and you know you're you're at the height of testosterone, you and you're also I'm in the army, like I'm the shit, I'm gonna beat all these guys, and then you just get shit on right, and someone tells you what to do. And you don't have the logic to, you have to learn the logic and the modesty to go, I have to listen to this guy, or else I'm going to, not get the shit kick out of me, but definitely have something adjacent to
1: that. Right. To where
0: they make you do something, because, you know, they can't uh, full metal jacket it anymore. Right.
1: But. Yeah, I, I I, know. The the standing with the boot, the heels, I mean, that's so uncomfortable. That is really not fun. There's
0: a lot of stuff they told me.
1: Squaring like your, your corners. corners. He, when
0: Liam first walked into my door right after West Point, the first weekend that he got free, when he was free from it, I remember he came in and he, squ- he was joking around, but he came and he squared his corner and then came into the apartment. Wow, and I was like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that's what he had to do. That's what you do. Get the hands at your side, square right. the corners. When you go outside, you have to like look down. Apparently, you can't. You can't look at any of the upperclassmen. It's all their fr- freshman year. Right,
1: they're just shit on. Me. You mentioned at eighteen thinking that you know so much more than you do. I, it occurred to me the other day how much more. Uh, strong my political opinions were when I was 18. Oh yeah. I'm thinking about that right now. I thought that my my opinions about the presidency and mm-hmm. social issues when I was in high school were so I would get in yelling arguments. Oh, me with too. People. And I look back to
0: it and some of my opinions I'm not
1: proud of I was so liberal I was very conservative I was so liberal ah, in yeah. high school I was so pro-choice I was I was ant- yeah I was like I got an argument with someone over gay marriage I remember all of that oh, dude I was so I was so pro-choice was so pro-gay marriage and then I was terrified about global warming just terrified
0: oh you were. I, I thought
1: anytime I saw Hummer on the road, I wanted to kill that person. You were wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right?
0: <laughs> you were wrong. Some, about things, the last one. <laughs> some things you're,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, look, I still stand by those points, but I'm do all, I, But all I'm with all of those, yeah. I'm far, you're still anti gay? No, no, no. All of yours. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: what if I casually drop that? Yeah. We're having a great conversation. I'm like, yeah, no, I still don't think gay people oh. should get married or be in this country. But you
1: <laughs> but you were in high school. I was
0: not anti-gay. I was anti-gay marriage. Interesting. Yes, okay, okay. I had no problem with gay people at all. I just was raised by someone who was conservative. Right.
1: Yeah. So so you take your parents' points of view is kind of what happens. Yes. And then you kind of grow up and you hear the news yourself and you do enough research, and I just find myself fading away from it all. Me too, man. I, I, I don't want to say apathy, but just no, a, a really. selective uh, I'm going to sit sit out.
0: You know what it is for me? I go, because I'm not the type of person that, says this is my opinion on this issue and i'm sticking by it and i just am so fervently this yeah i'm very much more into the nuanced ideas of which i think is the right way to think about it but it's a lot harder you know right like instead of just going Ukraine call Trump should be impeached that's it man he's out I'm like well what exactly was on the Ukraine call what, did he even break the law what is there did something happen before what's with the Australian call who are they lying about it because all the newspaper all the news organizations are blatantly biased and lying about stuff. What's actually going to happen? Also, is it even a good idea to try and impeach him with a year before the election? It's probably going to rile the base up, especially if he doesn't get impeached. But you know, but
1: for me, I don't even get that far.
0: I'm saying that's where my brain starts to go, and I go, I'm just going to wait.
1: My, and yeah, I don't, I don't even get. Into that. My thought is n- nothing's going to happen. <laughs> You're right. None, You're of right this, none of this means anything. All this shouting, both sides just sort of drown each other out. Yeah. And uh, look, at the bottom of it, I replace those uh, issues with more, I guess, human thoughts, which is like, all right, yeah, stand up for things for people mm-hmm. who need help. Uh, yeah. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Like that's a pretty good political stance. Don't be a fucking dick. A
0: hundred percent. So many people are being dicks. Yeah. I yeah. I just to,
1: just don't be a dick. Don't be a fucking asshole, you, you man. You know, like to On anybody. Both sides,
0: All of them, and they're just being dicks to each other. Yeah. If you know, I remember I saw uh, someone came at a like at AOC because I don't even remember what it was, but she said something kind of shitty about uh oh she called them um concentration camps the uh, the the, pe- the place where they were keeping um like illegal immigrants down in the south oh yeah she called them concentration camps and then people were like not the same thing no like people that were like still who were in Holocaust, Holocaust survivors, survivors were like yeah. can you you can't do that this is just sensate like this is not cool to do that right yeah, right so you know a, r- a reporter came out to her trying to bait her but also, even though he's trying to bait her, he has a point. He's like, what do you say to the people blah, saying you can't be calling to concentration camps? And then so instead of her being like, yeah, I fucked up. I still think what's wrong. She just goes, I'm not going to apologize for what I said until they stop keeping kids in cages. And, the, and then, then start going after other senators and politicians on the other side. And it's like, you guys are just being shitty to each other. And yeah. no one likes any. Like, what the fuck? I don't,
1: I don't even know. I wonder how much they, they feel it. You know? How much does when she says that, how much of that is a contrived response? How much was she coached into saying if somebody asks you about it, evade and then deflect back towards this issue? Or how much of it is, is that she's so angry about what's happening at the border that she can't even deal with what she said and has to go back to that I you know what it's I mean all the first thing. are they all I think it's
0: all I think they're all they puppets all, they yeah. are they've so they've all got you know a team they've got their handlers they've got people behind them they're coaching them they're thinking about every question that can come at them and then they just know this is how you respond right and for someone like that dude honestly I think they're just all in fight or flight mode 24 7. Their nervous system is fucking white-knuckling it. They're always in defense mode because right. they know someone's going to... They're always just like, who's going to throw something at me now? Who's who's coming at... Who am I going to have to deflect? What what tweet am I going to send out to talk shit about this person? But, like, they're just at it. It's got to be a horrible way to live. Right. I'd probably... I would probably take a Xanax every single night just to go to sleep <laughs> if I was one of them, honestly. Like, I yeah. that's how I can understand someone getting into that because it's just... It's tough. It's nonstop, man. Yeah. I... I know that they care, but...
1: Who do they care about? Do they care about their ascension and power more, or is it a true concern for their constituents and representing the people who voted for them?
0: I can choose to be positive about it. Who, yeah, who knows? But but I I think a lot of them... I think if you get into politics, there's a lot of ego involved in it. Yeah. And a lot of, like, being power-hungry. Because right. if because if there wasn't if the majority of them were not care like into it for the power i think more shit would be getting done because i think what happens is that even some of those people might get into it for the right reasons and then they start to realize the power they have and the perks and who they can deal with right. and who they're rubbing shoulders with that all of a sudden when they get in
1: for a while into the game of it yeah they go
0: you know i'll talk and then when the vote comes up, I'll abstain. Right. Or if he wants to whip me into this, I'll put my earmark. They they start to play the game, yeah. Because then they go, "This is my life, and I want to continue to have all the nice right. shit that I have."
1: Right. It sucks, man. Yeah. It yeah. does suck. It is a shitty job because if you act true to yourself, you you lose it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what most people. When I think when any of these scandals come out, I go. Someone should just come up, if someone gets caught for something, they should go, hey, I f- you know, I fucked up, not to say I fucked up, you know, I screwed up, it was a, it was a, it was a lapse in judgment, um, I'm always going, I'm a person, I'm sorry, I'm truly contrite, I'm working to be a better person, right. and I will be better, I promise you that. We all think that if someone apologized for that, I know a lot of people, me, logical, like, would go, that's great, I respect them more, I'd actually get on their side. If someone that I disagree with on a subject talked like that... I would go. Wow, I have a lot more respect for them. But all PR people, everyone is telling them like, do not, do not give in and say anything. You gotta like just deflect, basically. Mm-hmm. No one really, no one really apologizes. You know, right? They just go, this happened. But also, here's the other issue you should be caring about more, which I think is also why no one cares, believes politicians. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But for, they must work, or else why would they be telling them to continue doing it?
1: It's a good point. I don't right. know. I'm with you. Boy, I wonder if people are going to enjoy this conversation. Your I don't listeners, think so. I don't know. I feel like uh, everyone hates hearing about politics now.
0: You're right, but I don't. Here's why I don't have uh, problems with this conversation: is that we're not talking about specific subjects, and we're not saying one person is bad and one person is good. Yeah, we're talking about we're things just saying that it's all bad. Well we're talking about things that I think a lot of people think about. And it's always nice to hear someone verbalize something in your head that you haven't fully stated. Mm. And then maybe it makes this person go, oh, you know what? I, I'm going to talk about this more. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. I never think – people get worried sometimes that conversations like, oh, someone's going get, to get bored about it. I think people don't like to hear when someone bashes right? because then it's like, who are you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or why are you talking shit? But when someone's going, I wrote really, I don't know how to handle this. Where where do we go with it? People and someone in their mind is going, Oh well I have this way. Because I think most people also are thinking, Where do I go? I think most people are apathetic about it. Yeah. And they don't know what to do. Right. And so they I was just listening to to uh you know Eric Weinstein? Yeah. Yeah, I was just on his podcast, he had this guy, they were talking about um Preference falsification and it's this idea that a lot of people they will uh, Lie about the preference in public in order to maintain a good standing with a group, huh. but then in Private have a different preference for something so For example, it's what happened with Trump. You know when people were asked who are you going to vote for? polling Gallup, whatever people that Maybe would have voted for him or were thinking about it They said no because they didn't even want anyone They didn't even want the person asking them to potentially judge them, right? So they're falsifying their preference in order to get good standing Whereas when no one's seeing them and in private and they really think about it. They go Fuck it. Let's shake things up. Let's see what happens. And so that's what can lead to big swings that people don't see coming. Like with Brexit too, you know, where they're like, where the fuck did that come? It came from because, and then the thing that leaves a preference falsification is that when you have a society that is so bloodthirsty and cutthroat that if someone speaks out, you can't have nuance and you can't like, Potentially, you can't be friends with someone who has a different opinion than you because you just think they're straight up wrong. Right. That leads people to f- falsify their preference because they just go, you know what? I still want to be friends with these people, and I don't want them to judge me, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with the herd right. and say, yeah, I'm pro for everything. No, no one should. When in reality, they're like, well, I think in some instances maybe you know, yeah. it's that whole thing.
1: Ellen had an interesting moment. On yeah, her what show. happened with that with the George Bush thing, right? Yeah, so she was photographed laughing in. At the Cowboys game in the skybox, or you know, the uh, luxury box with President George Bush. Yeah, and uh, a lot of her fans came after her and said, "How can you uh, rub elbows with a war criminal?" Well, you know, a conservative yeah. president. Um, mm. And she said, because. You know on her show she was like look uh you it's perfectly fine to be friends with people who don't agree with you on every single issue and uh and it was it was a good moment it was a nice moment but it's crazy that people get mad at you for that shit. it used to be okay you know now it's like if you
0: do right dude there was I don't I've talked about it enough on the show, but the issue that happened with Shane Gillis, uh huh, there were people that I was talking about it with that I remember thinking, if I say anything right now, except for I'm so happy he was fired, he's a racist piece of shit, this person will think badly of You're me. racist. Exactly and think I'm wrong, right. and change their fundamental
1: opinion of me. Wow, that's sad. You know that's what I mean? It's so binary, dude. It's, it's definitely so black binary and white. in comedy. Yeah. and Wait, we're we're, s- Comedians? Yes. Felt that way? We're, let so, me ask you this. Were they Asian or Asian American or Chinese?
0: One was. One was. One was half,
1: yes. But you, you had this conversation with somebody who was not, who would have written you off as a person for having any other opinion?
0: I think there are other comedians... Yes, for sure. The in the in this instance, um, well, one of them wasn't uh, Chinese; she was Japanese, and I was like,
1: "Wait, wait a second. I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I if, look, I get it a little bit more if you're part I, I of the it. offended yes. group." I, it, to me, like that, I don't know; it just it makes more sense. I get most annoyed when a white knight, yeah, yeah, yeah. takes on the cause of some other group and mm-hmm. then takes to Twitter. To go to war for a group, for sure, and you're just you're not even doing you're just doing it for, to make yourself look good at that point. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's unfortunately. Look, you know that no people say ginger all the time. Ginger, ginger. Yes. I get called a ginger. Okay, yeah, you have um, red hair. Yeah, it's light red hair. It, yeah. it, oh, it's strawberry blonde now. My whole life yeah. it was it was pretty red. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and yet here's this derogatory, put down term. You think ginger is a derogatory term? Fuck yeah! Yeah, are you, you feel, kidding? You feel bad. Nobody when has calls you that? ever called me ginger as a compliment. The the, the yeah, ensuing questions yeah, are, yeah. are are does the carpet match the drapes? You know, do you have a soul? <laughs> What's it like being a ginger? You know, you've really sensitive skin. Yada yeah, yada. You're a bitch. It's yeah. never. It's never like oh, you're a ginger. You know you must get a lot of chicks, man. It's never that. Yeah, okay. Or whatever. Now... It's not the same nowhere near, obviously. I am not equating this (laughs) to to the problems that minorities face. But I do think it's funny that we do definitely have a hierarchy of what we deem totally unacceptable and offensive, right? Mm -hmm. So people pretty much... Universally recognize that the N word and being racist towards Black people is really bad. The, whole, the worst. I even yeah. think that people who are racist are about Black people are aware that they're racist. Not all. Yeah, but most of but, them are like this some. like right. the Klan yeah. is making a point of we're racist and we're proud of being racist. Yeah, right. A lot of people make fun of asians and asian americans and they don't realize that they're being racist Mm -hmm. like they wouldn't call themselves that that's not you know what i mean i'm sure that a lot of people didn't even know that chink yes was an offensive term to chinese people i'm yeah, no, no. I know many she, many more people know that the N word is offensive to Black people than yes, knew chink, that yeah, it's chink. not used anywhere. Yeah, right. It doesn't have the the history for sure. So if there if we accept that, and then you know there's racism towards Native Americans for sure, and then that's like less in the mainstream. Yeah, I don't know who I was. Ta-
0: I heard someone say this the other day. They were like, it's black people and native americans up here and then you have to like i don't think yes. i would
1: put native americans on this in terms of the public sensitivity yeah. to the racism right yes i don't think i would put native americans not the t- on not the level black, no. of of black people no, no 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 in terms of how sensitive we are to their cause yes. i would say i was saying they who had it worst maybe dude yeah native americans yeah <laughs> had it really bad that's what i'm saying yeah really bad i mean it was a genocide yes it was bad but wasn't a lot of it like like i know christopher
0: columbus came and then yeah, so the real Zonva, but the real genocide wasn't it it was smallpox which was or it was it wasn't even just smallpox it was just the europeans came over with
1: diseases the, the real issue was in the 19th century okay when the federal government i mean the 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 tribes here Tra- and all that the tribes ruled the midwest mm-hmm. the plains right yes. all the way from i don't know uh from the tip of northern texas up up through you know th- that whole North middle the coast, where, the where there's nothing all that stuff yeah in the middle of the country the flyover states as yeah. some
0: people stupidly call
1: it and we didn't have a uh, trans uh, we didn't have a railroad that crossed yeah. the country yet so all of that was ruled by the horse tribes: the uh, Apaches, mm-hmm. the Comanches, uh, the Sioux up in the north. Blackhawks or may, uh, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the, the warring tribes Got were it. the ones that just they they raided, they marauded, mm-hmm. and they killed. Everybody. They killed each other. <laughs> yeah. And if any pioneering settlers get pushed west, they came murder. and they murdered them. <laughs> and it's not it's not mean to say that. That's how it was. War was their tone, was their yes. livelihood. They were never at a time of peace. So what happened that was, their was culture they were always at yeah. war with it. And okay. the reason they had so much more dominance over the over the whites was that they were so much better at riding horses. And white Soldiers mm-hmm. who would try to fight them would ride to where they were, dismount from their horses, yeah. load their muskets, line up and, and shoot at them. And
0: get a fucking arrow in the eye. Yeah. And yeah. then
1: the, the, Comanches would were so good at horseback riding that they would shoot arrows from a full gallop. Yeah. They would go, they would dip below to the side of the saddle and shoot under the neck of the horse. Oh, yeah. They were the best horseback riders ever. And to have cavalry like the against standing yeah. soldiers was like the equivalent of having a nuclear bomb against slingshots. Yes. Fast forward, it was developments in the revolver. Ah. Uh. And the idea of a six uh, Repeater a, a repeating gun Yeah That the whites Developed That evened The playing field And then also them learning Especially the The Texas Rangers mm-hmm. Learning to fight From horseback That started pushing That evening the fight And pushing The Native American Tribes Farther west mm-hmm. Until Eventually It was such a one, One-sided one fight uh, Because we had Superior gun power Yeah that we started relegating them to small land areas. yeah. And we would say, listen, don't fight us anymore. We won't fight you anymore. You can have all of this. Reservation. This Yes. And we would write it on a document, both sides would sign it, and then three years later <laughs> we would just be like, ah, we need it. Yeah. And we would take it from them. And then we relegated them eventually to all of Oklahoma. That's where all the reservations were. And Oklahoma used to be just one big Indian reservation. And yeah. then we took that. And it's like, that's where the sad part came in. Yeah. I read this, this book. You could have
0: given them a state, you know? It's like, come on.
1: You, you would have thought so. But I read this book, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. And it's about the Comanches. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah. How good they were at fighting. I was
0: going how you knew all this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will tell you this. The things that the Comanches did to their captives. Fucked up and the way that they fought and treated human beings mm-hmm. uh you don't quite <laughs> feel so bad for them i think i could say that <laughs> i mean it was like any women that were captured were raped and then Jeez. and then killed
0: oh so yeah they weren't i even. mean
1: occasionally they would keep some as slaves but Jeez. like it was it was and they they would be burned alive stretched Fuck. over a fire and roasted a lot. There was cannibalism. Um, they really? would eat the this people. Is documented, yeah. Uh, not all the tribes believed no, no, in cannibalism, saying, but, but many, the- many, many the- did, or some did. And uh, and they, they did. They did not believe in holding hostages for barter. It was like everybody we capture, we're going to kill. Well, this was because you would this? do the same to us. Killers of the Flower Moon. It's really good. I think it might have won the Pulitzer or the Man Booker or something like that.
0: They made a movie?
1: Did they make a movie?
0: I I, I just saw... Is is there a movie?
1: Oh, no, it's not Killers of the Flower Moon. I read that one, too, though. That one was about a specific uh, tribe where a couple of Indians were killed and nobody cared. But that was more (laughs) recent. The the book uh, Summer Moon, something Summer Moon, is about the Comanches. What is it called? Empire, Empire of, of the Summer, summer moon. moon. I got that one. Yeah, this one's Guatemala, really good. Wannala Parker and the
0: Rise and Fall of the Comanches, the most powerful Indian tribe in American history. Yeah,
1: dude. They used to beat the shit out of the Apaches. Yeah? Yeah. They'd fuck them up? they they beat everybody. Really? They were so much better at riding horses. These were, these were like the legendary these guys. These are the Navy SEALs of Native Americans. These are SEAL Team
0: 6 of Native Americans. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. Elite. Oh, You never hear about
1: them. We no, don't, we don't really. have
0: a Comanche helicopter. We have an Apache we helicopter. We do.
1: We do. I have don't see
0: the Apache, dude. It's
1: fucking. Yeah, sweet. I love that line in Ted. Oh, the the first one. When he, yeah. the narrator, he's talking about. There's nothing more powerful than the love of a boy and his best friend, <laughs> except an Apache helicopter. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen these things? It is a death machine. <laughs> this, if you saw this coming towards you, oh man! Because
0: what you don't realize is like that. Those are that's all rockets. And then more rockets there, more rockets there.
1: It's the chain gun though. And then the
0: chain gun below it that just oh my fucking it god. It fires
1: like 200 rounds a second or something. It's insane. It's just
0: yeah, and there's just no you yeah. just I've seen I've seen videos, you know, of the black and white, you know, yeah. when you're like let me just be really fucked up right now and see and you watch it and you're like, "Oh, okay, gone." It's right. gone. The truck's gone. yeah All those guys gone. And the guys like Take him out He's like Yeah, take him out Yeah And then it's like Zzz. He's gone And are like oh, Yeah holy Fuck Target compromised got- yeah. yeah, they're like oh, Okay, it's over Yeah There should be a com- what, Why isn't there a Comanche helicopter, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: there should be I wonder if there is anything named after the Comanches Oh Oh, there is a Comanche helicopter
0: Oh, shit Oh, it's pretty badass, too It's kind of
1: funky looking, Holy though. fuck
0: it's got that weird uh, tail rotor that's in the back of it. Is this a new Comanche helicopter? It says,
1: amazing to look at, but a massive, and it looked like it was about to say, failure.
0: <laughs> and I went away. <laughs> the Boeing Sikorsky RAH-66 Comanche was a stealth-armed reconnaissance and attack helicopter designed for the U.S. following dec- decades of development, was canceled prior to mass production. Um, $7 billion had already been spent. Jesus. Mm. Got my eyes! Wow, it
1: doesn't look as cool as the Apache.
0: It doesn't. The tail rotor is kind of cool, though.
1: It is, but I yeah. don't really see why that would be. That doesn't look as threatening.
0: One rotary cannon, missiles, and rockets stuff. So,
1: yeah, not as.
0: But it should have been. That should have been the the. Yeah, uh,
1: I think so. I mean, Apache. the Apaches were pretty badass too, but uh, nothing compared to the Comanches.
0: So you're you're reading about yeah that, that is the thing though when you read about what happened in those wars it's like the same thing with um like when you read in World War two about what would happen to people that got captured by like the Japanese, yeah and you're like, oh fuck yeah, oh, holy fuck, everyone was fucked up, yeah, but some of it it just makes you go, I understand how if if my grandpa was alive and he was in world war ii why and, he might be and he racist was racist for japanese people i'd be yeah. like I, I yeah i got up yeah all right right i mean they're not all that guy grandpa but also i understand that your friend had bamboo slowly shoved through his entire fingernails. fingernails yeah
1: dude not only that but then then i mean what makes it okay in a way is is knowing that you can understand why japanese people would be racist towards whites and oh, westerners yeah. oh for sure and, uh, you know, all the state-led propaganda, the posters, the depictions of, of the enemy as the devil, there, there, there was a, you know, it was a pretty violent time. Dude, it, war. War is... We haven't had a war we that haven't everyone a- was on board with. I, I mean, people were pretty on board with, a, if, with Afghanistan at first because of 9-11. And that's where, yeah. Al Qaeda and bin Laden were were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that that fell apart pretty quick. I don't, I don't know how quickly that fell apart. But think about like World War II, people th- young men would fail their draft um, test, their yeah. physical, mm-hmm. and that meant that they couldn't enlist, and they would kill themselves. Oh, you're saying that people because they were, were
0: upset that they couldn't they go. They were so
1: upset that they could not go over and fight for their country.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying that they would fail it on purpose so that they couldn't go. No,
1: that that was more like Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam. Right?
0: One of my uh, teachers in uh, middle school talked about how when he went to the the draft doctor or whatever, he asked him to piss in the cup, and he pissed in it to it was all the way at the top. So when the guy was holding it, he was like going over, and the guy just like... Xed him. He's like, no, you're not. You're not coming. Cause he peed too much. No, because he was like fucking with him. Like he did a couple things and was and basically being. I think he was trying to get kicked out for like. Oh, he would be a dishonorable. Exactly, he wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, he acted crazy. All that stuff. But yeah, yeah, dude. In World War Two, it was like you
1: went, and people lied about their age. They brought falsified birth documents. Can you imagine? Because they were so wanting to to be in a war that bad. Well, I think a lot of people who joined the fight weren't aware of how bad it was. This is long before anyone knew anything about PTSD.
0: Not only that, just what your chance of dying was. Yeah, right. And how fucked up it was. Right. How insane the Germans were at like just killing. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were pretty they were good at what they did it's like dude i watched you know everyone talk, but like when you watch the beginning of saving private ryan you go that actually happened that's crazy and someone actually experienced that you go i don't know if i would rather have been killed on the beach or have watched all of that happen because it yeah i mean mean, obviously i want to live you know but you
1: see that and you go right how many guys, when they got on that, were like, I shouldn't have... Dude, shouldn't we just have... threw bodies at it. At the theater of war. I mean, we threw sheer numbers, numbers. of bodies. And
0: just said, oh, we'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. Fuck. It's crazy. It's
0: wild. But yeah, well, my brothers are in the army. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Well, the Rangers are awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, And I know... Pat Tillman is a very famous ranger. I read... Uh, friendly
0: Fire, yeah.
1: What was it? Boots on the Dusk at Dawn or something? It was the Sebastian Junger book. Sebastian Junger, yeah. The guy that wrote uh, uh, Into Thin Air.
0: And he also wrote, I think, Tribe, right? Is that Sebastian Junger?
1: Yeah, he's written a bunch. He, he wrote... Um, he's written a few war books. He wrote the one about... Uh, I don't know. There was an army battalion in Afghanistan that he... Embedded with The Perfect Storm war. Yo he did write Perfect Storm uh, he, he wrote
0: War I think War Might be the one You're talking about Did he write Into Thin Air A Death in Belmont He's written a lot of books I don't Damn. think he
1: wrote Into Thin Air A World Made of Blood Rough Water Whale Hunters He wrote He wrote the Pat Tillman Story though Didn't he Yes What's that called Oh Where Men Win Glory Was uh-huh. the Pat Tillman Book I read And it's Everyone says that you know, the, the major theory from that book is that Pat Tillman was killed intentionally. Really? Yeah.
0: Why do they think that?
1: Well, for a number of reasons.
0: Well, he was, it was apparently he was killed in friendly fire, right? He,
1: he was definitely killed by friendly yes. fire. That is confirmed.
0: And what, uh, he was in Iraq?
1: Um, I think, so. no, I think it was Afghanistan. Okay. But you know, here was this incredibly high-profile guy who had been an all-pro safety for yeah, the Arizona been Cardinals, in the NFL. and then 9/11 happened, and he immediately retired from the NFL and went to enlist in the Army for his country, and became a Ranger, and was a this huge, inspiring figure who was you know leaving behind millions of dollars to play pro football to go fight for America, and then was killed by friendly fire and they tried to first of all hide the story and say it wasn't friendly fire at first because that looked bad yeah and then that came out and then when you actually read the details of it uh he was killed at close range he was killed at the distance of home plate to second base that's how far. Is
0: that like seventy-five or hundred feet? Or I
1: don't know what it is. Yeah. That's how far away uh, his teammates were, who shot him, and the clusterings of the bullets were really close. So it was like an accurate shot, not some errant, scared. Ah, that's a bad guy shot. One hundred and twenty feet. Yeah, and um, I mean there were all these there were all these theories and 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 what. What a a friend of mine in the army has said was that Tillman had threatened. You know, there was Afghanistan is is a huge exporter of opium, her, yeah. heroin from the poppy fields, and that he had discovered that the army was shipping out opium um, and poppies for the production of heroin. I find that- and that he was about to blow the whistle on it, and mm-hmm. that—that that is the conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. Um, and if you read the book, you know, take it as you may. I, I, you believe it? I don't. I don't know what I believe. But you, do you believe
0: he was potentially killed on purpose?
1: I will say this: I had no idea that that was even a possibility until uh-huh. I read the book, and now I have gnawing doubts. Uh, b- b- based mostly on the fact that these guys were so well trained, and he's um, so a right? He was, in- yeah,
0: yeah. They it- were so
1: well trained, and that for for them not for his teammates not to have. He wasn't like among bad guys. Yeah, he for his teammates to have mistaken him because he was standing up waving like, "Don't shoot! Don't shoot!"
0: Oh, he was coming back. Yeah,
1: and. Uh, for them to have mistaken him for a, a member of the Taliban or whatever was was kind of impossible.
0: Yeah, those guys are pretty. I mean, from what I've talked to my brothers about, they're pretty on their shit. Yeah, if you're in the Rangers, not if you go to Ranger School. A lot of people don't know this. Ranger School is where you get your Ranger tab. This doesn't matter to anyone. But Ranger School is where you get your Ranger tab. And you can have that in the regular infantry. And that just means you completed the three phases of ranger school. Whereas if you're in the ranger battalion, you have gone, done another training with them, and then you go through this thing called uh, the boards, which is what my brother went through today. And in the boards, apparently they just go through your entire life and decisions you've made in the army before, and they just grill you, and they try to break you down, Hmm. or just like... It's a big mental thing because they want to yeah. see if they can get to you that way. And then if you complete both of those, then you're allowed to join. And right. they tell you immediately if you're in. They either go, you're good, or they go, please leave, wow. which
1: is intense. It's like getting past the cellar. Yes, yeah, exactly. Except, <laughs> like, a lot different. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, for us, yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's all relative, man. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's like, I, I will say, I was trying to say before, I do. Um, a part of me envies how much structure they have in their life, uh-huh. you know? Yeah.
1: Like, they have You don't set... ask you as many questions, maybe.
0: And also, like, they, they have set goals, places they can go, and it's, I think it's more like, right. this is what you do, you do this for two years, like... Set 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 hit all these things and then that's how you can potentially get to the Rangers and potentially because they want to go all the way to Delta which is like the Navy SEALs of the Army.
1: Oh, the Delta deltas are the The badass assassins. I mean, they are psychopaths, dude. (laughs) They just disappear for like yeah six months at a time. You see Sicario too? I have not seen the second one.
0: So in it, I'll show you later because it won't be good for audio. There's a scene where they go and they grab this guy in Somalia. And it's a minute and a half long. And I talked to my brothers after because I was like, it's Delta guys in it. And it's super real. And they they high jump, high altitude, they low opening, they do the halo jump. Six of them just slowly come up, take out all the guys, all quiet, silenced, come in, Kill all, all of his friends, grab him, leave, and it's all in a minute and a half. And I was like, that's actually real time. Yeah. Like, that's what they They could come in right now, take us, no one would know. Like, you could go to the bathroom, take right. a piss, they could get it, and then leave, and they wouldn't, you wouldn't even know. You'd just be like, where the fuck's Dylan? Right. There's a lot. I of guess them. I have this apartment now, you know? <laughs> like, like, but isn't that crazy to think about what can actually be done in, in two minutes? Yeah. Compared yeah. Compared
1: to, and that's their window. You know, anything longer, they've failed.
0: Yeah. And someone's going to probably die. Maybe one of their friends. That's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. It's a wild life. Yeah. Did you ever think about anything besides stand-up or comedy that you wanted to do? Oh,
1: yeah. All kinds of stuff. I, I, I never really considered the military. I, I didn't think that I could handle it. Yeah, we... I'm, I'm just too much of a pussy. Like, I have, I have too much respect for the military to think that I could hack it yeah. <laughs> in any branch, really. yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I, I I flirted with law school as an idea and, and teaching and
0: what'd you want to teach?
1: Um probably English. Yeah. Literature. Like I don't know, what maybe middle school, stuff like that. I tutored while I was trying to while I was doing stand up before I Went started at working at Barstool. Okay. Um and, and I enjoyed it. Um but I don't know. Now I'm pretty yeah you're pretty set. set, obviously. there's kind of a one track here. I've <laughs> burned the ships, so you so love what you love English, yeah, yeah, I do like reading you like a the English lot. language, yeah, I can yeah.
0: tell you like is that that's your thing that you like to do to um unwind
1: I love reading, uh, but I also write a lot, so mm-hmm. for me, one benefits the other, and they he, i just I've never met a good writer who didn't read a lot.
0: Have you thought about? or Have you ever written fiction?
1: Or I've taken a couple shorts. cracks at a novel. Uh-huh. I you know one time I got ninety pages in and I was wow. like I just don't believe in this anymore. The story I was writing, yeah. Um, but I think a more a major. I've since learned from you know talking to lit agents and trying mm-hmm. to work through pro, uh, projects, and you, you got to have an outline. You have to kind of see the whole picture before you really dive into the word to word. Slog, and then once then once you have that, you're just connecting checkpoints, and it's a lot easier.
0: Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, it's probably yeah for most people,
1: but also not for nothing. Like I, I did start writing a book under the under the tutelage of uh, tutelage.
0: Is that pen name? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like under the oversight. Oh,
0: oh, that is oversight. You're right. Yeah, so of see uh, I'm not as smart as well, you, bro. you
1: used. Uh, what you <laughs> use earlier? <laughs> <was> <laughs> inculcate. Inculcate. Yeah, was great. Um under the uh, of a of a of a literary agency mm-hmm. and i was i had deadlines and i had you know chapter prospectuses and once you have that and you're answering to someone for your work it, it just became a lot easier yeah but then what happened was i i got like a month into this with them and signed cuz i was just kind of we were working together on a just for this project mm-hmm. and then i signed with a different agency so I couldn't work with them anymore and that project just fell apart. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> no, but hey, it was all right. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know? It happens and then
1: yeah. and then you move on. You yeah, you out of here? A little bit. Yeah. If that's, that's, that's all right. No big deal. Um I yeah. I'm supposed to meet that friend. Ah, perfect. From middle school. That's you're gonna have a good time. Dude, this was fun, man. This was good, dude. Thanks for having me. I like me. talking to you, man. Yeah. Yeah, you got Shooting a lot the to say. Shit.
0: Yeah, it's that's that's what this is. We it's covered fun. a lot of history. We did. But now people know that you're a big history guy. I like history. Yeah. I know yeah. I can tell yeah, yeah. You got a good history too. Yeah, decent. Yeah. yeah. And we there's uh oh, there's so much more I want to know about what you did in the woods of Maine. Man. Oh man.
1: Well, I'll have to come back some Yeah,
0: we'll have you back on for sure.
1: And I'll see you at some shows, I'm sure. Definitely, yeah. We'll see you around for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Uh Thanks people can for find you me. online. Yeah, you can check out Oops the podcast. That's my yeah. podcast about mistakes and fuck ups that cost people a lot. And then uh, at Francis CC Ellis is my Instagram. Everything's findable from there. Beautiful. All
0: right, man. Enjoy your dinner. Thanks, will talk to you Dylan. soon, Psychos. Thanks.